Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. TickPick is the exclusive ticketing partner for Vegas Nation and Blue Wire Network. Vegas Nation sponsored by Station Casino's STN Sports. Download the app and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up. Sports, entertainment, little to no culture. It's time for Unsportsmanlike Conduct with Ed Graney and Adam Hill. Hey, welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct with the Vegas Nation, sponsored by Station Casinos, STN Sports, and presented by TickPick. We're your hosts, Ed Graney and Adam Hill. We're here each week to give you our thoughts on the Las Vegas Raiders before entering to the world of news and topics we find interesting. So here we go, Adam, 2-0. I don't know who would have thought the Raiders would have been 2-0. I actually had them 1-1. I'll ask you in a second who you had them as. But uh, Miami visiting on Sunday. Jacoby Brissett is going to be in for two at quarterback. Real chance for the Raiders to go 3-0 here. Where did you think they would be at this point? And talk to me about how going forward you think that they're going to continue this. You know, I, I mean, I thought like the odds makers, I thought uh, 0-2 was very realistic for the Raiders going into this season. Uh, I did think they had a chance to, of course, win one of those games. I thought the more likely game was actually in Pittsburgh uh, than uh, beating the Ravens at home. And I still look at the Ravens game as a bit of a fluky result. Uh, but to go on the road and beat the Steelers, and yeah, some things went against the Steelers. The game was different after um, after TJ Watt got hurt. But yeah. how, how many injuries did the Raiders have? I mean, that, that's what people overlook. Like, yes, the biggest play of the game was TJ Watt getting hurt. It if you look at the Raiders' stats on offense before the injury and after the injury, completely different game. Uh, I don't think the Raiders win that game without him. But the counter is obviously. Yes, but look at the injuries the Raiders were able to overcome all over the field. 18 guys on the injury report, no Josh Jacobs, um, you know, no incognito still. The offensive line decimated. Everything that they've been through, they found a way, and that's the key in the NFL. People get hurt all the time. People deal with injuries all the time. And, yes, yeah, some are bigger than others, but the Raiders found a way to get to 2-0, and that's really all that matters right now except for moving forward, right? Everyone in the building has said the same thing this week. Yeah, we're 2-0. That's great. But if you give a game back to Miami, then you're kind of right back where you started. Like if you look at the schedule before the year and you're saying, all right, you win this, you lose this, you win this. I think most people had this circled as a win. So if you lose this game, then all of a sudden, you know, you throw away one of those wins that you kind of stole at the beginning of the year. Yeah, um, I want to talk about specifically something that I thought's interesting. I'm going to write about it for uh, for Sunday. This is a surprise to me, but I guess if you know Gus Bradley's system in the past, it shouldn't be surprising. In two games, and maybe it's because who they've played, I get that, and it might change as they get into the Pat Mahomes and Justin Herberts and people like that. The Raiders have blitzed less than 5%, but they're a 33% uh, pressure rate, which is top five in the league. It really uh, goes to the fact that this defensive line, Adam, is playing terrific, and, and it's not just one or two guys. I mean, they're playing terrific as a unit. Are you surprised at those numbers? I mean, how can you blitz less than 4% and still be one of the top pressure rates? And I know it's only two games. It's a really small sample. But that, to me, kind of defines who Gus Bradley's been as a coordinator like his whole career. Well, it's also matchups, and I think you see as the year goes on how that plays out. Now, the Raiders should increase that pressure rate this week. The Dolphins' offensive line has just been a turnstile, just allowing people to go through. So right. 
you would expect that that happens again. But you go back and look. The Steelers going into the season, what was their big question? Offensive line. Ravens uh, obviously played without one of their best offensive linemen. They put Alejandro Villanueva on the wrong side. He's been playing left tackle his whole career. He plays right tackle. Has one of the worst games we've ever seen uh, for, for an offensive tackle. So they've exploited some bad offensive line matchups. But again, it's the NFL. And you have to, you can only play who's out on the field. You can only play who's on your schedule. And they've been very good. Now, you know, week one, their pressure rate was through the roof. It was astronomical. Uh, it wasn't quite as good last week, but it was still they were still impactful. They, they still made a difference, and that's what it has to be. I mean, that's the key to this defense. Yeah, there's some blitz schemes, and yeah, there's some things that Gus Bradley can throw at you and disguise who's coming and all that. But really, the the essence of this defense that Gus Bradley has put in is you've got to get pressure with your front four. And they've been able to do it. And it's not just – I know everybody thinks, well, Max Crosby has been unbelievable. Yannick Ngakwe was fantastic in the first game, then played kind of through some injuries in the second game. But you really look up the middle. Like Darius Phylon has been good. And uh, yeah. Quentin Jefferson has been good. And, you know, they're getting pressure from those guys uh, up the middle – and that's taking a little bit of heat off of the outsides, and that's enabling your your edge rushers in Max Crosby and in Yannick Ngakwe. And, by the way, in Carl Nassib, who now is a depth guy and can just be a specialty. I think he's played very well, by the way. Yeah, and he hasn't had to play much. I think that's the key. If you put him out there for you know, 60, 70 snaps, he's probably going to struggle. But if he can play right. 20, 25 and just go and go you know, max effort every single time, then that's going to be different. And I think that's what's helped those guys a little bit. Even, you know, Cleveland Farrell got on the field a little bit last game. So, uh, yeah, it's it's been very good. Uh, you want to see if they can maintain it when the challenge gets a little more difficult. But that's not going to happen this week. The Dolphins' offensive line really stinks. I know this um, is a league where New Orleans blows out uh, Green Bay one week and struggles to score the next. I know it's a league of parity. You never know what's going to happen. But – I guess the question is, are you going to be surprised if the Raiders don't walk off 3-0? and A little bit. Yeah, I think I'd be a little bit surprised. Now, now, I don't think it's as much of a surprise as some people might think. I mean, I, I've heard you know, some Raiders fans, some people around town, like, well, we're 3-0. and Like, eh, you right. got to play the game. You don't know what's right. going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I would be – at this point, I'd be a little bit surprised um, if they were 3-0 and or if they weren't 3-0, because I think this is a game with all the momentum that you have coming back home, the first, you know, you know, there's all these firsts. The first Sunday game now uh, with fans at Allegiant Stadium. We've got that first coming up. So uh, I think the fans, after having won a game on the road against Pittsburgh, got, getting people to believe a little bit uh, that that win the first week was backed up by another win, uh, I think the fans are going to be completely... Uh, into this game, and I think it's going to create a very, very difficult environment for Miami to come in with a backup quarterback. Now, a backup quarterback with experience, who started, who's uh, had some success in the league, uh, but one that you know is is you know in a tough situation coming in against the Raiders. And you know, Jacoby Brissett completed some passes last week in his relief effort, but they didn't really go anywhere. Uh, so you know, with a week to prepare, we'll see how he is. But that is still a tough assignment for a backup quarterback in this league. Do you think that the reason they're two and zero is why one of the biggest stories this week was Derek Carr's hair? Instant reaction. No, uh, but I mean, Derek Carr's hair was a big story last week. Uh, that's yeah. when that's when Devontae Adams really uh, set everything in motion. We we all saw it on Monday night at the press conference, and we were like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And then you know Devontae Adams really kicks things up. His former college teammate up in Green Bay, uh, he makes a comment, and now. Uh, Derek Carr re- reveals that Devontae Adams offered to send a barber to his house. Uh, we'll see. I don't think this is a 
you know, we heard Aaron Rodgers has grown his out for it's a Halloween costume that's been a year in the making. Uh, I don't think that's the case with Derek. He just said, yeah, I didn't shave it, liked it, kept it. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. So, um, I don't know. I feel like he might he might cut it soon, right? Especially if they lose. Oh, no. There's no way with the weirdness and the bizarro world that are Raider fans, this kid cannot cut that hair until they lose it. No, I just said, especially Can if they lose. I said, especially if, if they lose. shaves his head on Saturday and they lose on Sunday? Sure. That's why I said, especially if they lose, I think it's gone. I think the hair will be gone. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's I think eh, that's the next step. It's it's a good look. Is the kid getting any help? I looked at some before and after pictures. Is this kid getting any help, or you think this is all natural? Whoa, whoa! Are you making just, are you know. making accusations? No, I'm just saying before and after these pictures. You know, the kid, he, he grew it out quickly. It came in quickly. He's, you know, he's still a young guy, so I guess that happens. He's he's not he's not only the president. He's also a client. Well, <laughs> I, I'm just saying. That obviously he woke up each day and, and, and shaved his head, obviously, because the hair didn't grow in. And I guess it was like a daily thing. Brush the teeth, shave the head. Uh, we'll say this. Came in fast. We'll say this right now. You need to ask this question next week. This is on you. You've brought it up. You're the one that brought it to the attention of the people. You have to ask. I must ask, is this all natural? It's real and it's spectacular. Uh, hello, Seinfeld. Hello, Terry <laughs> yes. uh, Etcher. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, listen. I will not cast dispersions on Derek Carr's hair. I find it to be okay. lovely. Uh, okay. I find I find it to be very, very natural looking. All right, pump the brakes on that. Uh, <laughs> he did have a Dunder Mifflin shirt on that you liked. This he week, did. Though. He did. He did came. He did come in strong to the media um, availability wearing the uh, Dunder Mifflin from the office shirt. So, are you surprised, um, Lamalure, uh, my friend Lamalure? <laughs> Uh, and you're you're just you're, you're trolling at this point, right? Like you can get it now. No, no, I I I I don't say it enough to remember it. Illuminor. Okay, are you surprised more and more that you're getting younger people who have found and grasped on to your favorite show, The Office, over the years? Because you know my favorite show, one of them is Seinfeld. It's now going to streaming where you know a lot of people who probably have never seen it said oh i've heard about that show let me watch it now it to me it seems like the office is the same way you're getting like younger folks now kind of finding it in some way or saying oh what was that show everyone's talking about and they're really like grasping onto it that doesn't surprise you i don't think you're such a fan of the show no but i'm also interested to see if the same thing happens with seinfeld right the reason for the office uh, rebirth uh and there's a reason that uh two of the characters from the office uh pam and angela uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey started doing a podcast, uh, you know, basically during the pandemic uh, to go over each and every episode. Like it got the rebirth because of, because of Netflix, where so many people have Netflix. So many people, you know, in the younger generation use Netflix instead of TV. Like they don't right, have TV. Right. They just watch Netflix and The Office was the most prominent show. It's gone from there. And now Seinfeld uh, jumps back in. What is it next month? Uh, very soon. Yeah, Seinfeld jumps back in on Netflix. I think there'll be a rebirth in the same way where a younger generation catches up with it and and becomes obsessed with it, like happened with The Office. But it is a little bit older. Like the references are a little bit more dated. Listen, I Seinfeld is my number one show, just like you. Well, Curb and Seinfeld, right. the kind of the the Seinfeld universe. Uh, over The Office, I'll, I'll I'll watch it. But I do think it might be a little bit less relatable uh, to a different generation. I think they'll they'll find it. That. They'll find it and they'll like it. 
but I just don't think it'll have that same power as the office I, did. I think they're going to have to. I think they're going to have to give it a little time, and some people will be uh, not not excited to give it a little time to get into the second and third season where they really took off. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and well, say it was. I mean, the Office first season was different than the rest of the show too, just like Seinfeld. But the Office first season did jump right in with some of the most iconic episodes. Um, right. You know, like uh, Diversity Day, which is fantastic, and uh, uh, basketball. Uh, one of my favorite episodes were both in the first season. So they, it, it did jump in, even though it was a little bit different show and a little bit slower. Seinfeld really did take time to find its footing. So, you know, we'll see if people are are sticking with it when it's on Netflix. Maybe they should just start with season two on Netflix. People Get people j- jumped in <laughs> right I away. Think you, I think you could jump in. If you know the characters, you can jump into season two and take off. And there are just so many iconic episodes between two, three, four, and those uh, you'd latch on. I mean, all you'd have to do is watch a few of the like, iconic great ones. And you're like, all right, this is really funny. And then five, six, and seven are yeah. probably the best seasons, and then eight and nine are the craziest seasons after uh, Larry after Larry David left the show. Uh, so yeah, there's like a whole there's like several different incarnations. I guess there is with Office too. After after Michael Scott left, there's a different uh, incarnation, and um, Greg Daniels, the the showrunner, left after I think season four. So uh, there were some changes there too that happened. It's kind of similar shows, but uh, the Office. Discussion obviously came up as you said, Derek Carr wearing the shirt. Uh, Jermaine Illuminor from England ended up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Uh, and now he is obsessed with The Office, as he should be. Somebody from England and Scranton. How could you not be? Yeah, should be. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Locals know the STN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the STN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations. Raiders football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Raiders tickets anymore. Because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site, and the only one you'll need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all of their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 100 110% of the difference in the purchase price. We know Raider Nation is psyched about the games taking place at Allegiant Stadium this year and on the road. Raider Nation is everywhere, so TickPick has you covered. Make sure to check it out. Visit TickPick.com slash VegasNation and use the promo code VegasNation to save $10 on your first order of Raiders tickets. Uh, you broke a cardinal rule today. Uh, oh, no. I, I was going to bring this up. I did. I did not tell oh, you. Oh wait, hold on. But, I'm gonna. I will defend myself on this. Well, I'm going to have to tell people what it is before you start defending. I know. Yourself. I know. You and I forever have been strongly against, protested against, not crossed uh, any lines when it comes to uh, uh, company-wide emails replying to all. Sure. Uh, those people out there know what I'm talking about. You replied sure. all, which means everyone sent the email, then sees your reply. I don't like people to begin with. So I certainly don't want to respond to like hundreds of them. I'm not a reply dog. You to this day until today had been with me on this bandwagon of we do not reply to all. Sure. No matter what the original email says. Why today did you cross that line? Okay. So I do get infuriated at reply to alls. I do. Just like you do. And we will also text a hundred times making fun of anybody that replies to all, which we could have just read the stupid replies instead of actually texting each other a (laughs) hundred times. We don't need to complain about it. That's fine. Uh, I will say what infuriates me, it's the reply to all, but it's adding nothing. 
to the conversation, right? When you get a you get a reply to all, hey, Jimmy Johnson is leaving, you know, this job and he will now be filling this role. And then you have 78 people in, that are that are in the newsroom all email are like, "Hey, way to go, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Good job, yes. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. You're not adding anything." You're not, adding not only that, nothing. People replying to Jimmy Johnson has never met nor seen nor know Jimmy Johnson. Right. And and I, I have found it. First of all, you're not adding anything. It's just clogging up email inboxes. Um, yeah. And I also feel like there is a massive part of that. A huge element of people sending those is I'm going to I'm going to impress my bosses. I'm going to show that yes. I care yes. about e- my fellow yes. workers. Absolutely. That's 100 percent what it is. And it is obnoxious and I hate it. And I despise and today all of you it. You did it. Okay, I didn't do that. You replied to all. Sure. You hit the button that you were never supposed to hit. Sure, but I feel like it wasn't in that manner. It was a joke. It was somewhat funny. I la- I made myself laugh. And by the way, true. So just to, I'll, I'll call him out right now. I don't think it's his fault. Our colleague Sam Gordon uh, got his Twitter hacked today, apparently. Right. Uh, right. I got a direct message from Sam Gordon. I'll actually, I'll actually go read it right now because I want to be exact about exactly what happened here. Uh, a direct message from Sam Gordon. Hey, man, wanted to ask, would you be interested in being a model slash brand ambassador in exchange for some free shoes? <laughs> That's a DM from Sam Gordon. Okay, did you know he had been hacked before you saw that? So it's No, I got this. So you read that and said, what the hell is Sam talking I about? I got this DM and I was like, I wanted to respond to the DM, just be like, bro, what's, what's up? What are you saying? Like, what are you talking about? A brand ambassador exchange for shoes? Sure, I'll take some shoes. What do you want me to send some Instagram posts? I don't know. But here's the thing. Sam would kind of be somebody that you would think would, like, send you shoes in order to, like, promote them on Instagram, right? Yes. I mean, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. But he's yeah. an entrepreneur. And he's a yeah, he he's, a, a he's a hustler. He's, yes, he's, he's a definitely a hustler. He's a Minnesota kid. He's a hustler. Yes, yes. And that's, and I mean that in the best way. I, I absolutely uh, yeah, love Sam. Sam. He, but he, he is absolutely a hustler in every way, in work, and I feel like outside of work, whatever. So I, I, I was sitting there thinking, I'm pondering for maybe a half hour as I'm writing a story. I was at the USC press conference today uh, here in town. And as I'm writing, I'm like, is that is that a mistake? Is that, what is that? Is that a hack? I don't know what's going on. So I'm thinking, should I respond? And then I get... The all newsroom email from Sam that says, my Twitter has been hacked. Please disregard anything that you've been sent by me. And I responded with an email that said, wait, does this mean you're not offering me a modeling job? I'm hurt. Okay. (laughs) But that was a reply to all. And I hear Larry Muir, our producer, laugh at the background. I think that guy replied to all with some crazy statement. He replied to all? He made up his. He didn't really get a message from Sam about some Nigerian prince sending him money. He just made it up. I legitimately got a message from Sam asking me to be a model. And now that I, I'm i not being offered a modeling job, I'm hurt. But I will, I will defend this. This is not what we hate about Reply to Alls. What we hate about well, Reply to Alls is the nonsense. It's a broad spectrum as to what you can hate about Reply to Alls. I just think... I just would always want to ask people, okay, why not? If you're if you're if you're saying you know congratulations, whatever, why don't you just t- tell that person? Like, well, and, you know, and I agree well, with I agree with I you. Say, 
I feel we'll say like 99 percent. I, I mean, I'll say it. 99 percent emails that we get these things. I have no idea who people are talking about. Like, no. Right. Uh, maybe it's the pandemic. Maybe because in our jobs as sports writers, we're either at a game, at a media room, out at a practice. Like we're, we're that's just the basis of our job. We're not around inside the paper very much. I mean, that's and we shouldn't be because we're out covering things all the time. Yeah. I get that. And that's what our basis of our job is. So a lot of times I'm like, hey, seems like a great opportunity for, for the person. I have no idea who that person is. But I also believe that many of the reply to alls also don't know, but they just want to be the ones in the bandwagon replying to all. For sure. Now, listen, I, I and I will, as I said, I will defend this as saying 99.99% of reply to all should just be sent directly to the person. If it's a yes. congratulations, yeah. especially, yeah. Ed, there's people that send one word, congrats. Yes, congrats. Sometimes Why do we all need to see point. that? Yes. Sometimes That's they add it. the exclamation point for just effect, for effect, like yelling, congrats. Oh, and like a like a balloon emoji. Here's the thing. <laughs> I felt I felt that my joke needed to be shared with everyone. I intentionally you it was that funny? Yes. I thought it was great. But because it was true. Really, how many people do you really think? thought that really happened to you or you were just making a joke because if they didn't know it was real it's just kind of you being the same the same person as all these other replied all people's just wanting wanting to laugh or wanting to get your name out no if, if people want to go for a laugh please feel free to send the reply to all don't send something that we don't need to, to some nonsense we don't need but here's here's the thing uh i i should have probably sent a screenshot of the dm that's what you should have sent yeah i should have added that but mine was uh, genuinely true. He had just DM'd me, offering me a modeling gig. <laughs> so <laughs> what? I'd only be pissed. I'd only be pissed if this if I were you, because I'm not getting new shoes. Yeah, I was like, like what? Like, I'm not getting shoes. I was like, what shoes am I getting, bro? I want to find out. I'll, I'll, I'll post pictures of me in new shoes on Instagram. <laughs> Why not? Brand uh, ambassador. Sammy. How do you, lastly, because I wouldn't even know if I did. Um, I guess you know you got hacked because people like you were saying I'm not modeling for shoes. I mean, yeah. how do you think you knew? I went to his, I went to his Twitter feed because I felt really bad for him. I mean, Sam's you know one of our close friends, great colleagues. So I'm like, oh, that sucks. But when I went to his Twitter feed, it looked like all his normal tweets. So I'm like, well, how did he even know this happened? Cause yeah, because people get sent DMs and then they reach out to Sam and say, what are you talking about? Yeah, and then and probably I have no idea how this will work. I would imagine if you respond to the DM, he, they probably send a link back, and if you click on it, they like get all your information or some some nonsense okay, like okay. that uh, or whatever. But yeah, it, it's it would be there's a lot of different ways they could do it. Yeah, they can hack it and send out tweets, but really, it, I think it's mostly like this. Uh, they'll, they'll hack into your Facebook or your Twitter and send out messages or Instagram, send out messages, try to get you to click on something. Uh, and that's that's where it comes from. Um, you said Sam's one of our closest friends. I thought so. Uh, now that I'm not getting that gig, I'm, I'm hurt. <laughs> uh, I feel bad for him. I've, uh, we've had we've had credit cards hacked at my house. We've had our whole financial system hacked. It's it's horrible. It's a horrible feeling. So uh, uh, he'll be fine. He'll get over it. And I'm. Uh, I will hold this over your head forever. I'd never want you to rip anyone else who replies to all like we usually do. Oh, I still will. If they don't other. if they don't add anything, I will I will still rip people. If they don't add anything other than congrats exclamation point? Yes. Or <laughs> great to hear, well deserved. Shut up. <laughs> well deserved. Well, don't reply to all. You know why? Because that's gonna do it for our latest edition of Sports and Life Conduct for the Vegas Nation. Sponsored by Stations Casino, STN Sports, and presented by Kickpit. Remember now, there are new episodes of Vegas Nation every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to Vegas Nation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast app. You can check out Vegas Nation Game Day while we preview the Raiders-Miami game this Sunday. 
Find all of that coverage and more at VegasNation.com. For our producer, Larry Meir, my co-host, Adam Hill, I'm Ed Craney. We'll talk to you next week. Locals know the SCN Sports app is the most trusted sports betting app in Nevada. They have convenient sign-up locations across Las Vegas. So download the SCN Sports app today. Download and get a bonus up to $500 when you sign up at any of our convenient locations.